There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Give it to me! Hey, I'm Hollywood. And I'm Tom Merritt. Welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, which brings decades of industry expertise and a dedication to quality to the creation of the first thing spotting podcast. After revolutionizing the thing industry, It's a Thing continues the tradition of making high quality, reliable podcasts designed for a dynamic world. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Molly. You know, today we have some amazing things to show you. And. We'll go to the first one in just a moment. But first, our vice president of engineering. (laughs) Here to show you what this future could really look like. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That was so good. That was so good. Bravo, Rich. Bravo. Uh, ah, Well done. It's from Swing Lines About Us page. Swing (laughs) Lines. Oh, my God. Look at Rich. He's just innovating on the show. Like, he's just quietly... Innovating the show and making it so much better like he does. Amazing. It's the best. Amazing. All right. Uh, I'm going to start with a thing that I heard in the wild. I was I was out and about. Uh, we were at a, uh, a Japanese restaurant that does uh, brothless ramen. Mm. Delicious, mm-hmm. by the way. Uh, and we were waiting in line. Definitely, by 10 years, the oldest people at this restaurant on a Sunday. <laughs> Um, and, uh, listening to all the 20 somethings, uh, waiting outside to get into this hot restaurant. Uh, and I hear multiples of them talking about pre-gaming. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we pre-gamed at, at such and such house or like, well, the thing you have to remember about pre-gaming is, you know, like, well, I think I'm going to pre-game later over at Bob's or whatever. Um, <laughs> and, uh. Probably I've heard the Bob's. term before, right? Mm-hmm. I, de- I definitely have heard the term before, but uh, yeah, it was definitely not Bob. <laughs> uh, but I was like, okay, so this is something that I feel like, you know, in my f- 30s and 40s, maybe we would say occasionally as a joke, but it is now just a term. Like they were not throwing around as like pregame, ha ha ha. It was like, that's the word for what you do when you go to someone's house and you drink uh, ahead of time before you go out so that you can save money and have a buzz on uh, and not spend the high club prices. Uh, and I found a Thrillist article that that bears that out. Uh, this Thrillist article actually gives you guidance on how to pregame properly. Wow. Yeah, pregaming has been a thing. I wonder if it's gotten more popular in the pandemic, mainly because there was more mm. just having to do stuff at home and things weren't open. And so now everybody's like, well, you just pregame. That's all you, that's all you do. First yeah, of all, for I, a while, you only pregame because that was the only game. And now you're so used to it that maybe you pregame everything. Yeah. I, 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 and I think uh, Ben Redux kind of nailed what, what I noticed sitting outside that restaurant, which is it's not that pregaming is new or even calling it pregaming is new. It's that it, uh, the way Ben says, mm-hmm. it's no longer a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. It's definitely mainstream. Right. Like, oh, yeah, you 
pregame. That's the word. It's always, you know, these kids, they're like, it's always been called that. That's, that's just the English word for doing that. Uh, it was, there was such a tone that was missing where like, Hey, you got a pregame. Yeah. Let's pregame. Cool. Like, no, no, that was not part of it at all. This was like, so you pregame, where are you pregaming? Oh, I pregame last night. It was just like accepted terminology. It's the matter of factness that sends it into the thing Exactly. When everybody's just like, it's assumed that that is what you will do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know that we really called it pregaming when I was in college, which Granted, was during George Bush the first term. <laughs> <laughs> so. Actually, Reagan technically was still president when I started college. Um, but 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 the idea is not new. It's it's the terminology that I'm identifying here. Yep, totally. And I think just the consistency of the activity. It's not like a special type thing. It's just a like, oh yeah, no, you always do that, right? Because right. we're apparently just a nation of drunks. And and the fact that the thrillist has you know like guides i'm like (laughs) okay yeah (laughs) this Um, is good i actually also would like to go back to a thing that you just mentioned that i also recently had and i'm wondering if it's new which is brothless ramen oh yeah is this a new thing bubbling under except not bubbling because there's no broth because there's no broth yeah um that may be that may be a, a side thing to this yeah. you know thing with a side of thing here a thing with a side uh, of thing yeah i'm looking it up because i just was at a restaurant that had it too and it was like a fancy ramen place that now has brothless and i was like wait is this and this this place was all brothless there was they did not serve you a, a ramen with broth and there was a big line of hipster youngsters and there was a big and we were the and we were the i mean come on i what am what am i doing this that's the real thing here bro yeah brothless ramen mm-hmm. which honestly is a just noodles but b great because it's so much easier to eat you can like dip yeah. it a little bit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and they give you um extra rice for free at the end if you've got a little bit of like sauce and pork we got ground pork in ours um if you know, you can get chashu on top of it, but there's also ground pork in it. Uh, if you've got a little bit of that left at the end, you want to sop up, they'll, they'll bring you a little like tiny ball of rice that you can put in there and sop it up. Oh, heck yeah. You know what they call it? Soupless, actually. Soupless. Soupless ramen. I'm hitting the news tab. Yeah, seems to be. Seems to be. Okay, so you got a two for one there. Giving you a two for one. I mean, that's the value we bring to you here yeah. at It's a Thing. We can find a thing. Inside a thing. Yeah. Yep. Sometimes the thing, the most important thing is the thing you met along the way to the other thing. <laughs> exactly. All right. I've been sitting on this thing, but now is the week because it is about to be the only thing that anybody's talking about, even though right now it's the thing that half of the people I know are talking about. And that thing is Cowboy Bebop. Oh, I've been waiting for this. Yep. Totally for both the topic and the show to come out. So for those of you who don't know, Cowboy Bebop is a an existing anime series that has quite a following and is being made into a Netflix live action series. And for whatever reason, maybe, you know, we've talked about anime being, I think last year we talked about anime being like a thing thing, like a much more mainstream thing than you thought it was. And so maybe it's the crossover of that with this live action thing that has made Cowboy Bebop be like the thing on everyone's lips. 
But I have a secret theory, which is another bit of a thing within within a thing. And that theory is that the reason this is such a big deal is John Cho. Like, let's be mm. honest, John Cho. John Cho is the is the uh, soupless ramen of your of your cowboy bebop thing. He is the soupless ramen of my cowboy <laughs> bebop thing. I think that there is such a secret cult love. I mean, you combine that with like anime, and then just how fun this looks. It starts streaming on Friday, but like it is all anybody's talking about. And not all of the talk is positive. Oh no, because it is such a beloved anime mm. that there is a a as you might expect a cadre of folks who don't want change <laughs> they they don't want a new version of cowboy bebop they just want the anime that they love from the 90s gosh darn it mm-hmm. uh, to which i'm here to say i have seen all of cowboy bebop the live action netflix version what already Eileen got screeners. Man. And I wasn't allowed to talk about it until two days ago. So uh, on the Cord Killers after talk, I gave like my full breakdown of it. But the the short version is I don't have an attachment to the anime. I had seen one episode of the anime once at a friend's house a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I had a great time. It's certainly not perfect, but you're right. John Cho is John amazing. Cho! And honestly, Daniela Pineda, I think, steals the show. Mm-hmm. It's a shame that that story doesn't have Faye Valentine in it more because she's incredible as well. So get ready for that. It's got like a Twin Peaks vibe with all the jazz and the noir and all of the stuff. And a lot of that I know came from direct from the anime. I just thought it was darling. I enjoyed it. Yes. Good. I'm glad to hear that because I have no need to gatekeep this. I'm not an OG fan. One of the people who was talking to me about it today is an OG fan and is still excited about it. But either way, like it's, it's one of the things that like, I feel like it's been a long time since a new thing came out that I was this excited about. I mean, I guess I was like kind of excited for a foundation, but it turned out to be really boring. <laughs> um, turned out that uh, philosophical tracts really, really difficult to turn into good TV. Right. And then even when you try to turn it into good TV, you still finish me really boring. It's just so boring. Um, yeah. but yeah, no, I'm thrilled about this. I'm thrilled that everybody's I'm thrilled that people are excited about it. I'm just not gonna read the gatekeeping things because I don't care that it's a pale imitation of the original as the Atlantic called it. Whatever, Atlantic. Get over yourself. I'll I'll be honest. Uh I, I've actually watched a few of the animes since watching the live action uh, and in, in the reverse, it's like, oh yeah, this is like a primitive dated version of the thing I saw on Netflix yes. is, is how it strikes me. Fighting words. So, so I, and I know that's like fighting words for somebody who loves the anime. It's all about perspective. It's all about what you came to. I will not criticize someone who says, you know what? I just love the anime so much. I can't get into the live action because I love that anime so much. I, I use this on, on when, on cord killers, when we were talking about it. I love Crash Landing on You, the the Korean drama about a, a woman who who accidentally crash lands in North Korea and meets a North Korean soldier and hides out and falls in love. Love that. They're going to make an English language remake of that, and I have no interest in seeing that hmm. because I love the original. But that doesn't mean that I should trash anyone who wants to see the English language one. Yeah. Go watch it. It might be great. Have fun. Have fun. And I feel like that's the Cowboy Bebop anime partisans should let other people enjoy however they want to. Yes. Because 
honestly, being on the other side of that one, I'm like, that was that was a good time. Yeah. You're you're in for a good time. Good. Great. I'm ignoring everybody else. I'm super excited about it. And to everybody, everybody who has talked to me about it has had nothing but positive things to say. And so I'm super stoked. Spike Spiegel, jazz. So good. <laughs> I, I can't wait. To, I can't wait for you to watch it. So we can talk about it. Um, all right. Uh, the next one comes from a Wall Street Journal article uh, out this week uh, from Rory Satrin uh, that kids, well, influencers, <laughs> but then a lot of kids following, uh, are rocking corded headphones as a backlash against AirPods. AirPods are for the olds. AirPods and earbuds and Google Buds, Pixel Buds, all of that stuff. That that's for the olds. Uh, the the retro cool look. If you're Zoe Kravitz or Bella Hadid, is to to wear some good old fashioned corded headphones. They don't have to be mini jack. They could be lightning. Doesn't matter. Just <laughs> put that cord on so people know you're busy. They know you're listening to something. I love it. Like, I love this. And I believe I tweeted about this when this article came out. And I'm so glad that you're put it in here. You put it in here because I had actually had several conversations that exact week with people where I was just like, I'm just going back to wired headphones. These things oh. don't work. You're and a then, corded IT girl, are you? I'm a corded IT girl. And all these girls. Heck yeah. Yeah. And all the other girls that I was talking to, like three or four of them were like, yeah, I've also gone back to corded headphones because. AirPods don't work. So I like that they're, they're turning it into like a cool, like a hipster thing and a rebel and a blah, blah, blah. The truth is those things cost $250. They never connect to your GD phone and you can never find them. And the thing where it will only play a noise after you've already located it and opened the case might be the stupidest like UI thing <laughs> I've ever seen. Like you could, what? But so anyway, all that is to say, Totally had this conversation. Couldn't have been more thrilled when I saw this article and agree. Yeah. And, and I get it. I actually think corded headphones might be headed for a vinyl track. Nice. Right? Yeah. Where, where wireless AirPods are still probably the better choice for most people. But there are certain situations where you're like, you know... And I, I won't take it as far as saying the music just sounds better on the corded headphones. Although I bet somebody's going to try to make that claim. Uh, but I think there are people who are like, yeah, but, and all the reasons you just gave, like, I don't like losing them. I don't like not being able to find them. They don't always connect. And you know what I know connected when I plugged it into the darn phone mm -hmm. itself. Totally. Problem is a bunch of these phones are going to go portless within the next two years. <sighs> That's it. That's when I, well, I, I mean, as it happens, like retro, Retro everything is kind of back now, including retro phones. Well, that's the other thing that makes me feel so old is that corded headphones are retro. I mean, how weird is that exactly? Like <laughs> right. AirPods have only existed for like two years. Yeah. But yeah. fine. <laughs> fine. Like, I love this. I love the idea that we'd be like, you know what? No, I just want an old phone with a, like a replaceable battery and expandable storage and a headphone jack. Like... Now Let's please yeah. have this revolution. I am here for it. Now, Ad Porter is saying, just like Apple laptops did, Apple laptops didn't go portless. In fact, they kept their mini jack port through the whole thing. But I know what Ad Porter is saying, which is Apple tried to switch to only USB-C. And in their latest model of laptop, they went back to giving you an HDMI port and yeah. an SD card reader uh, because people still want that. Uh, so you may be right, Ad Porter. 
they may go portless and then change their mind because people want it. That'll be interesting to watch it will to be. see if there's enough demand of the of the wired IT girls out there to make them come back to putting a, a headphone jack or a USB-C port or something in there. I wonder too, because like once you see Bella Hadid on the street with the wired headphones, it's like how far along is your uh, is your plan? Is your product planning, Apple? Well, I mean, yeah, in your neighborhood, my neighborhood at Zoe Kravitz, but you know, pretty much the same thing. Yeah, you know, like same, same. Although yeah. I guarantee those old white guys haven't noticed and they're definitely going to like force a portless <laughs> phone on us and I'm going to be like, no. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there, there, there's, there's definitely going to be a move to portless because it saves you a lot of room inside to give to battery. And since, uh, as anyone who's listened to Hollywood knows, <laughs> we haven't quite got the battery tech that we want yet, uh, even in phones. Oh God, I'm getting one of those. I'm gonna get one of those retro, like the relaunch Nokia, the brick phone. Yeah, that looks just gonna amazing. go right back, all the way back. Maybe or back like to reality, like old Android phone. Forty dollars, mm-hmm. like. <laughs> uh. What was the? Uh, was it the a Palm brand they tried to put out that had like no screen, which was odd. No, maybe it wasn't Palm, but there was somebody put out a phone with no screen. <laughs> That's excessive. <laughs> yeah, to, to be like, this is the phone for when you just want to disconnect. Oh yeah, what was that? It was a yeah, it was an accessory phone. Thank you, Rich. Was it the one from Palm, the one that like Steve Steph, Steph Curry was? Yeah. yeah. Is that Palm? That's the part I can't remember for sure. Is, is, is it whether it was Palm branded or, or something else? But yeah, something like yeah, that. Because Palm did have one, right? Alfie James, it just that was it was the Palm Companion. Oh, OK. Thank you. Perfect. <laughs> I don't know why we couldn't think of that word. It was like an accessory phone. It went along with your other phone. It was like it a friend. Oh, duh. It flew for free on airplanes. What is the word? <laughs> <laughs> it had a pass. <laughs> All right. On to your feedback. Feedback at it's a thing dot me. Thank you for the interesting thing spotting and the comments. And more importantly, Aaron with an essential thing follow up. I appreciate that you are all out here in the world being guinea pigs for this show. Oh, Aaron yeah. says, Thank you, Aaron. As promised, my girlfriends and I tried the Delgona espresso martini last night. Took a few attempts to get the right balance, but we settled on one part Bailey's, one part vodka, two parts espresso or cold brew coffee, and top with Dalgona whip. Mm. It was so delicious, I had to. Master. And sent a photo of the girls enjoying the concoction. She said the red lips are in honor of red, Taylor's version, because she is definitely (laughs) a thing. That is true. Taylor has had a moment this week. Oh, yeah. Because of the, uh, I'm only going to do one song. On Saturday Night Live, bucking the trend, but that song will be three thousand minutes long. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, I haven't seen it. Yet. <laughs> no, I think yeah. it was like literally it was like ten minutes. But oh, yeah, God. she only had, there was only one musical guest break, which is a huge break with tradition. It is, and it was a whole yeah. a whole last concert. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I will play all of the Red Album twice. No. <laughs> Um, Aussie Lee has a, uh, an email on introverts as people become more comfortable hanging out in person. I've noticed many extroverts I work with are surprised that their social energy levels have been greatly diminished since the pandemic began. Mm-hmm. Folks who were recently very excited to attend a three day offsite work event reported running out of people energy completely by the third day, as much as they loved seeing everyone, which was a new experience for them. <laughs> Welcome to our introversion world, writes Aussie Lee. 
Yeah, extroverts, it seems an interesting leveling out is taking place, even if it may be temporary. Oh, that is funny and totally interesting because I do know a couple of introverts who are like, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing some people maybe a little bit. <laughs> I definitely hit my uh, my mark where I was like, oh, yeah, now now I do need I do. Need, now I know how long I can go. It's several months. But I definitely <laughs> need to see someone else. It's a long time. Yeah. And I hit my like, wow, I really thought that I wanted to be around people and be out on the road all the time and like be doing uh-huh. this and seeing that person. And no, no, no. And I'm like, then you came right back. Turns out, no, <laughs> I, like, yeah, yeah. I like the bunker. Damon wrote in with a couple of things. Hey, Tom and Molly, I have two things that I believe are a thing. The first one is spherical ice. That is so true. Mm-hmm. It's the evolution of the square cube. I've seen many different contraptions and trays to help you make spherical ice at home. Most of them seem to be used in drinking whiskey and bourbon. I'm thinking that it's because it melts slower than cubed ice and it looks really cool in your glass. Yep. Nailed it. Mm -hmm. My second thing is more of a question for Tom. Many times I've heard you and Molly try to decipher what Siri thought you said. My question for Tom is, do you use the default voice for Siri? I personally am fond of the Irish woman, but I've known others that prefer the English man. I believe this is one of those things that everybody does but never talks about. Is changing the accent of your digital personal assistant an American thing? Do people in the UK have a Siri with an American accent? I'm interested to learn what voice Tom has chosen. Oh, I definitely chose the English man. Yeah. Really? I want Siri to be Jeeves. My assistant, oh, that's who's funny. there, my valet, my gentleman's gentleman. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> my valet. So, yeah, uh, that 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 my Batman. Uh, yeah, that it, Siri is uh, an English man's voice uh, on all of my devices. Uh, I don't know if that makes a difference and why it doesn't understand me. I will try start using an English accent when I do. Uh, reminders uh, on Siri and see if that makes a difference. And see, yeah. uh, I'm very curious. I know of one person in England who does have an American version of Siri by choice. Like, you know, they 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 changed it to the American version. Uh, but yeah, I wonder if that's a common thing. So at first I was like totally offended that Damon didn't want to know if I had changed my Siri. Like he assumed the only dudes changed the default voice. However, the only people I know now that I'm thinking about it, the only people I know who have changed the default voice are Dude, like my son changed his. Ah. I think my boyfriend changed the the Google voice. Yeah. Hmm. Fascinating because I never have bothered. That's true. Yeah. Interesting. Huh. It's a uh, um, uh, feedback. It's a thing. Me. Let us know. Yeah. One way or another. And then Afi James has a crypto thing. Uh, it seem I, I seem to be seeing a bunch of celebrities doing commercials for cryptocurrencies and a lot of stock trading apps. Next up. NFT commercials. <laughs> oh my, yes, Afi James and Molly. I believe you highlighted another aspect of this on Twitter today <laughs> regarding the fact that all of these things seem to be targeted at sports. Uh huh. Exactly. And therefore, men, speaking of which, right? And also known as people who change their Siri voice. Uh huh. Exactly. If you change your Siri voice and you're invested in crypto you're and you saw a commercial NFTs. for a John Cena NFT, <laughs> you may be the target demo. But yeah, oh man, I guarantee. Yes, NFT commercials. Good call. And yes, definitely during the Super Bowl. Yeah, and no that that is that is totally right. That crypto is uh, is targeting the bros. I think it is so fascinating. I just find it fascinating. Like, I'm sort of just like, why is it the target demo? 
there's probably a combination of industry bias. There's probably just a lot of yeah. men in crypto. Right, totally. STEM. With Girls don't understand it. Actual like demo research, right? And there's probably a little like, you know, self-fulfilling prophecy driving the data itself. Sure. Like when you make a thing, you know, by bros and for bros, yeah. you might as well keep then it oh it turns keep out coming it appeals for the bros. To, yeah. Because right. they like it. Right. <laughs> no. All their bros are doing it. Yeah. Uh, I hasten to add, I don't think that means crypto NFTs or blockchain or any of those other buzzwords are only good for bros. <laughs> I think they're right? good for lots of different things, but that does seem to be the marketing. Yeah, totally. Uh, and that's what I find fascinating. It's like, does, is this, do, is it intended to be a widespread adoption thing or I don't know? Um, mm-hmm. But this conversation is very relevant today on the day that we all learned that the Staples Center is going to become the Crypto.com Center. Yes, I have uh, purged the word Staples from my entire vocabulary. I will now be referring to uh, 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 collating papers with a device as cryptoing. Uh, my flour, butter, those are my cryptos. Because I, I, I live in Los Angeles, I have to, you know, I have to join in. I have to do that. You do. You do. Yeah. Feedback at it's a thing dot me. Thanks to everybody who wrote in. And now it is time for the best part of the show. <laughs> the shout outs. Those of you who support us at patreon.com slash it's a thing at the shout out level and get your name on the show, but you don't just get your name on the show. It's not like we read it. We're not like, you know, like punching a clock here. No, no, no. Yeah. This no. is a custom artisanal shout out mm-hmm. situation. Each one is unique. Small batch. Everyone is different. Everyone is different. Thank you, Producer Rich, for putting these together. This week's shout-outs are based on a description, appropriately enough, to the upcoming holiday of poultry from the 1947 (laughs) Modern Family Cookbook. All right. I'll take the first graph. Uh, Here we go. Morris Jones makes any day a holiday. And like Benjamin Forrest... It's becoming steadily less of a luxury. Did you know that Lee Price is fast scrambling down out of the Kevin Sill class? Nowadays, almost any Eric Duncan can manage it for Thanksgiving. And if you want Jake Woods for cold slicing in the middle of summer, Gabriel Cohen is available then, too. Small, whole, white Louis St. Amours, cooked and scooped out to make nests for buttered green Mike Akins, make a fetching James C. Smith and a pleasing patron dish. Try the holiday Miranda Janelle with a homemade Andrew Bradley and a garnish of Joe Hood jelly slices and oranges. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. The the subtext here is so amazing that... uh, Tur- like the reason that turkey is a Thanksgiving thing is because turkey was special. You could only afford it once a year is kind of the implication of, of the text here. Right. And it's not anymore. Now I that it's not. 1947, I was going to say the same turkey. thing. I'm like, I just learned so much from this. I did not know, <laughs> know. that poultry was previously an out of reach dish. Everybody was just doing yeah. like lamb or some cheap thing. <laughs> uh, or brisket. Amazing. Also, I noticed a couple new patrons at the shout out level in here. Miranda yeah. Janelle and Andrew Bradley. Yay! Very cool. Very cool. Good to see y'all. You're <sighs> the best. Thanks to everybody who listens to It's a Thing and supports us at patreon.com slash it's a thing. You can join us in the discard cord every week when we record live. We'll see you. We will not see you next week. Programming alert. We are taking Thanksgiving off. Thanksgiving 
is a holiday. Thanksgiving is a holiday. So we'll see you in two weeks. Set your calendars. Keep emailing us, folks, though. Feedback at it's a thing.me. You're going to find a thing at Thanksgiving. You know you are. You Feedback are. at it's a thing.me. Bye. Bye now. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.